It's Wednesday the 15th of March. Welcome to Afternoon Sport. I'm James Pender and I'm joined by co-host and former international cricketer Shane Lee. Hello, mate. James, I've got a quick story for you this morning. I um, I was guest speaker uh, along with Kerry O'Keefe and Mark Waugh at the Scots College luncheon on Friday. It was a pretty well-to-do crowd with lots of, a mixed crowd of mums and mums and dads there. But I just love when a, a story Mark Waugh told that he got the punchline wrong, which had a very different connotation to the story. And the story was about, we're talking about some of the weirdos we've played with in, in the game of cricket. Um, and he started to tell a story about Greg Matthews. And for those who remember, Steve Waugh used to carry the, the red rag out of his uh, out of his pocket and just sort of hang out of his white trouser pants. Well, Greg Matthews was calling in a shield game um, for the 12th man to keep running out. And he was signaling, signaling um, to him in the air a G. And yep. when the 12th man ran out, Greg Matthews wanted his wife's G-string, which was a red G-string, and he, and he hung <laughs> And Mark was telling this story, and he hung it outside his, um, his white pants like Steve Orr did with his red rag. And then when we asked, and, the, and what the, the real story goes, when we asked Greg Matthews, Greg Matthews said, um, I just needed a close to me, man. Anyway, but Mark, All right. but Mark Ward got the story just slightly wrong, and he said, when we asked him, Greg Matthews said, I just wanted to smell her. What the fuck? Jesus. <laughs> that is he, he, so he weird. got the story wrong. He didn't mean to. It's pretty straight. He won't add him, Mark. Well, but Jesus made me laugh. I tell you what, not me the mums were laughing at that one, but uh, I saw a couple of shoulders going up <laughs> and down the back from a few blokes. <laughs> oh, I can imagine. Mate, what a weirdo. <laughs> yep. All right. Well, today on the show, we'll be discussing the cricket, the world game, AFL, NRL, and more. Are you thinking about making a podcast? If so, contact the Afternoon Sport Group. We'll make it easy. With the technical know-how and industry knowledge, we'll get your podcast up and running in no time. Get in touch via our website or email hello at afternoonsport.com. All right, it's time for cricket. As Australia lost uh, another series uh, over in India, not not unsurprising, Shane, but um, it was interesting to see the camaraderie between the players of both teams uh, after that last test. A bit of a departure from how it's been in the past. Yeah, I'm not quite sure how I actually feel about this. It Look, on the surface, I think it's great that um, the teams are, are respecting each other and they're, they're playing in the right spirit of the game. But you only have to go back a few years when uh, Andrew Simons was involved in what they called Monkey Gate, when he was called a monkey, um, allegedly, by one of the Indians. Um, and the spirit between the teams have been quite sort of volatile in, in recent times. But you saw actually pictures of, of Rat Coley coming out and, and signing his own shirts and giving it to the boys. And Steve Smith thought that you know the spirit between the teams was, was really good. Um, but I don't, I don't know about this. I, I just think that uh, the Indians tend to be pretty good spirited when when they win. Yeah. <laughs> Not so much when they're around the back on the back still. They, they want to sometimes pack up their bags and go home. So, yeah. I, should the Australians be a little bit tougher? Possibly. Um, we lost the series. But we need to regroup and work out how we're going to win over there next time. Yeah, well, I was going to say it's um, it is easy to be magnanimous when you've yeah. uh, when you've actually yeah. smashed the team that you've played uh, on two do- on two dodgy pitches as well. So uh, mm. um, I'm not sure about how fair play that was, but um, uh, good to see they all kissed and made up at the end of the tour. Well, I think also if you look at uh, a lot of the Australian players too, that they they earn their big money now by playing in India. So it's 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 very positive for them to be quite positive towards the Indian people and um, and towards the, the opposition as well. So 
yeah, maybe knowing where their bread's buttered might have something to do with it. Yeah, looking after their future contracts. All right, let's turn to golf. Minwoo Lee has been getting quite a bit of attention after that tragic meltdown at the uh, Players' Championship, but it's not all bad news. Uh, the rank's gone up, I think, five places, and it looks like there'll be a few uh, Aussies playing at the Masters this year. Yeah, that's correct. Um, we spoke about this yesterday. His, his implosion in the last round cost him $3 million. <laughs> $3 million in a temporary PGA membership. But you're right, he, his ranking has gone from 50 down to 45, um, and he will be playing at the Masters, which is fantastic for him. Alongside um, Adam Scott, who's ranked the highest from the Australians, he's ranked 36th. Jason Day's been the big mover in the last two years. Like He's missed three of the last four majors because of his ranking. He was ranked, ranked at 175. He's now down 78 places to 97. Uh, and he joins the young amateur, Harrison Crow, who gets to play with the Aussies over there for the first time. So, yeah, what we thought might be a very, very small Aussie contingent, just in Adam Scott, looks like we'll have five five Aussies there, which is great. Okay, let's turn to soccer now. Um, football, maybe that's what you prefer to call it. Uh, I've been interested in this, Shane. In, in, in the World Cup in 2026, there's going to be 104 games. Um, and that's it's a new four-team uh, group format uh, confirmed by FIFA. And I think this is just so that they can get as many games into the tournament and, um, and beef up that sponsorship. As much sponsorship and as much TV rights. Um, this is a huge, huge World Cup for them uh, financially. It's the US, Canada and Mexico. Um, as yep. you said, 104 games, including the last 32 stage. So it's ex- they've extended a 48-team tournament that will run around 39 days instead of 32 um, last year's World Cup, um, and that means there's 40 more matches uh, than it was than it was played in Qatar. So, yeah, it's, it's a lot, a lot of sport and a lot, a lot of football. Um, but you know, there's a lot of countries now, and it, it is the World Game. So maybe they need to do that. But they're really trying to milk this one from get every cent they can out of it. Yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? We've uh, it feels like they might just sort of want to blow out this tournament and play a game every day of the year, you know, like um, they like other sports have, uh, just try and get as much sport happening, as much soccer happening, um, and get as many eyeballs on it as they can. Well, you got to be very, very careful with this. We saw this in the Big Bash, didn't we? Where the when the Big Bash started here in Australia, I thought it was fantastic. It went for one month uh, in the month of December. Um, it went right through, and I, I watched most of the matches. Then they started to push it out to 10 weeks, to 12 weeks, and, and a lot of people started turning off, and they've got to be very, very careful they don't do the same with the Soccer World Cup. Yeah, I agree. Um, it's mm. too much soccer you know, yep. possible. For some people it won't be, but uh, I think for me, if it's been played over three months and there's 186 games, I'd probably say, yeah, that's enough for me. <laughs> All right, uh, let's uh, take a break. Stay with us because we'll be talking AFL, NRL and more after this short break. The new Elite Bet app has arrived. It's got all the betting features you expect and new ones you're going to love. Elite Bet is your one-stop shop on race day with Hot Bet, where you can back the tips of proven winning punters. Build fast sports multis and play same game multis. The Elite Bet app is the smoothest betting experience around. Trusted for 10 years, Elite Bet is 100% Australian owned. The only betting app you need is Elite Bet. Gamble responsibly. All 
right, Shane, time for AFL. Former Geelong player Max Rook uh, is the lead plaintiff in a new AFL concussion class action, which was not unexpected. Uh, we knew it was coming. Um, he was concussed 30 times in his career and lost consciousness at least twice, and that's according to documents filed at the Supreme Court. Yeah, he's the lead um, person on this um, on this class action, and, um, yeah, it's, it's a huge one. He's a two-time premiership player, uh, and to be concussed 30 times, wow. Knocked out twice, I believe, like totally. Mm. Um, yeah, it's, it's a real issue. This will be the, I suppose, the landmark thing here in Australia and see how this one goes. But I'm, re- I'm really scared uh, how, how it may go because look, it is a contact sport and if we take away any element where you can't even touch someone anymore, it's just going to destroy sport in general. So it has to be a balance here. Look, people do know um, there is issues and there's um, potential damage you can do to yourself when you play professional sport. But that comes a bit, bit with, the t- with, with the turf. But there, there is a balance there. As long as we're trying to do the right things off the field, still let them be, have a contact sport on the field, I say. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see. I think um, NRL, rugby yep. and the NFL over in America, they'll, they'll be looking at this as well just to see, you know, how many potential court cases are coming their way. <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> a guy that I love, Kane Corns, he's kicked off again. Um He's turned, he's turned the blowtorch <laughs> yeah. on two players at Essendon who uh, he says are pretty badly out of shape. Yeah, he can get a headline, this bloke. And, um, yeah, he's picked on two Essendon players. Well, it's the forward, Jake Stringer, who missed um, the preseason, saying he's way out of condition. And if you see photos of him, he, he, it does appear that way. And Anthony McDonald, um, Tipawade, um, has also is coming out of retirement from last year, so he doesn't look in very good nick at also. So he's having a real, real go at these boys. And... Um, yeah, it's just another headline. Is, is it fat shaming? I don't think so. I think these boys need to be super fit to, to play this game. So yeah, they're pro- just getting they're professional athletes. They are. Um, and you know, Jake String is a repeat offender. Mm. Uh, but Kane Corns, yeah, he does love uh, to get outraged to a deadline uh, at about five thirty every day. I think <laughs> he, does. he does. He likes to uh, <laughs> just sort of kick off and get a bit uh, angry at the world. Um, all right, now this next story it isn't uh, sporting news as such, but there's been plenty of discussion floating around uh, Eddie Betts' book, The Boy from Boomerang Crescent, and in particular uh, him describing an Adelaide Crows 2018 training camp that he went on and some pretty weird stuff went down. Really weird stuff. I read this book. It's it's a decent read too. And um, it's the Adelaide Crows, you said, 2018 training camp, SAS style. And in the book, he describes scenes as um, scenes of humiliation, misappropriation of Indigenous culture, cultural practices, and an emphasis on toxic aspects of masculinity. Um, it just sounded like a horrible camp. Four Awful. days where they blindfolded these Adelaide Crows players and repeatedly played loud music in their ears from you know, the Richmond Richmond <laughs> song. Like, come on. Yeah, it sounds Mate, unnecessary. What are they trying to do? I remember the Australian cricket team, we went away on a – on a camp, a similar camp, one pre-season under John Buchanan, the coach. Oh, this will be good. And they made us run through the sort of jungle and we had to carry our own water, water pack and food and and you weren't supposed to you know, take anything with you, no snacks or no cigarettes and Warnie wanted his cigarettes. Oh, yeah, I was going to say, Warnie would be upset. Yeah, he, he, was, he, he needed to have his cigarettes and, and they took him off and he had certain stashes everywhere in his bag. They found them all. Well, they thought they found them all until it was pitch black and we were, we'd pitched our, uh, our tents under the stars 
and you just saw Warney's tent keep lighting up as he was drawing back on his big bunger. <laughs> <laughs> so not so much team bonding, just Warney just gathering the boys round and uh, having a bit yes. of a smoking session. Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, let's turn to NRL now. Um, the NRL has ruled out a potential pride round for 2023 um, and, you know, maybe understandable from some people's point of view. Yeah, Um I wonder if they'll cop a lot of flack for this. I don't know. But they're just going to stick with their, um, the current five different rounds that they're going to profile, uh, the multicultural round, Indigenous round, Women's round, Anzac round, and Brain Cancer round, um, and not, not go with the Pride round this year. So, yeah, it'd be interesting to see if there's a bit of blowback from this. No pun intended. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. All right. Um, Penrith Panthers CEO Brian Fletcher has detailed a truly horrifying death threat he received in his office forcing him away from the club for a few days. Well, I know Brian Fletcher personally, and um, this was real. Um, he was he received death threats, um, razor blades right. in an envelope with white powder substance. Um, he was told by the police um, that this guy was real and he was a dead set lunatic and he threatened other people. And he stayed home last week for five days. Um, didn't go in the office. Um, the guy that was making all, all those um, uh, horrible threats uh, actually Jeez. turned a gun on himself and shot himself. Um, so it was real. <laughs> and, and and Brian said it was it was terrifying. And, and um, you have to be caught up at home and not knowing to go back. Um, particularly when the police say, "No, nah, this is not just a hoax. This is this is a real one." Just goes to show. Yeah. Do they know um, why he was being targeted? No, he, they don't know why. It was random sort of targets this guy had, but they just said he, he wasn't mentally stable and he was a dead set lunatic. So, um, yeah, a sad ending for him. And um, and I'm glad Brian, he can finally go back to work now, hopefully with a bit of comfort. Hmm. Well, I'd like to say hmm. let's turn to happier news, but um, my West Tigers, uh, they're going to oh. need to lift their game, Shane, if they're going to compete this yeah. season. They've already had two, two losses and uh, the coach has sort of just said, yeah, like we just need to work on our attack. Well, you know, the competition's starting. Let's uh, let's get to work, boys. This is a real issue the Tigers have got. There, they seem to paper over the cracks all the time, and they're not really addressing their real issues. And he, yeah, I heard him say, Sheens, if we yeah, if we just a little bit better in attack and scored a few more points, we would have won both the games. Well, hang on, you're letting in tries left, right, and centre, and soft tries yeah. too. Yeah, well, it sounds a bit like my old cricket team used to say, if we'd scored more runs and didn't get out, we would have won the game. <laughs> exactly. Well, we'll be down the bottom, I think, with your dragon, Shane. Well, the. the the only good news is, mate, I think my dragons might be just above you. Hopefully. We can um, we can be side by side as we accept the wooden spoon together. Go and drown our sorrows. <laughs> All right. Well, that's it for Afternoon Sport today. Make sure you hit follow or subscribe wherever you listen. And a big thank you to our sponsors. Fantastic sponsors, Elite Bet. The only betting app you need is Elite Bet. And, of course, thank you to our super producer, Dan McHugh. We'll be back tomorrow with your daily dose of sport. We'll see you then, guys. Take care. Thanks for listening to Afternoon Sport. If you enjoyed the show, why not check out one of our other podcasts, like the Building Resilience podcast. Noel Allnup, the CEO of Securo, explores the minds of world-class performers in order to deconstruct their life tools and ethos that can help us create growth and optimise business. Find it wherever you listen to podcasts or head to afternoonsport.com. Afternoon sport.